The Chicago White Sox bounced back from that lopsided loss on Monday and beat the San Francisco Giants 7-3 on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Dylan Cease did not have his opening night stuff, uh, but he battled through five innings, uh, giving up only one earned run. A big game from Gavin Sheets, Luis Robert Jr., and a cast of characters as the White Sox got back to 500. Uh, Sox try to keep things rolling with Lance Lynn on the mound and try to survive without the services of Aloy Jimenez for the next few weeks. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox got back to 500. They are three and three. Um, how can you have a different results, drastically different results, uh, when you're playing the same team? I, I've often uh, had this conversation and wondered it. Uh, it's it's slightly obvious. It is pitching, uh, and that makes a huge difference. Uh, not only the the pitching you're facing, but the uh, the arm that you put out there on the mound, uh, and that's what happened. Uh, boy, uh, Sox with that lopsided loss and the uh, home opener, twelve to three to the Giants, had the off day, and then come back Wednesday, wondering, you know, what kind of team is this going to be. I uh, got some really difficult news prior to the game that we'll talk about later in this episode uh, involving Haloy Jimenez. And uh, you kind of lost Tim Anderson early in the game, which we'll get to as well. Uh, so what kind of White Sox uh, team are we going to get? How is uh, uh, Pedro Grafol going to rally these guys? How would they respond? It was a, it was a really nice rebound game. A, a lot of folks participated uh, from both sides uh, pitching in defense as well as offense. And uh, it was good to see the Sox get right back into their winning ways. Uh, beat the San Francisco Giants 7-3 to on Wednesday afternoon. A lot of wind. Uh, I was kind of surprised they were able to get that game in on time. A lot of storms all over the Chicagoland area. Uh, we'll go with the offense first. A fairly consistent lineup again, especially at the top. Uh, Tim Anderson, Robert Jr., Ben Attendee, uh, Mancada slides into that fourth spot because of the Aloy Jimenez injury. Uh, and then Vaughn, Gavin Sheets getting some playing time now, and he came up big in the DH spot. Grandal, Colas, uh, and Andrews. No Hanser Alberto to start the game or Romy Gonzalez. Maybe you'll see them on Thursday for a variety of different reasons. Uh, on the mound for the Giants, uh, they threw right-hand pitcher uh, Logan Webb, and boy, he had a, a really nice uh, opening day against the Yankees. Six innings, had 12 strikeouts. Uh, he's a sinker pitcher, kind of like uh, Houston's Valdez. Lots of movement, and he had a pretty good changeup going on that the Sox uh, struggled with uh, for the first uh, time or so that they faced him. First inning, 
well done by Luis Robert. He had a nice at bat, taking an outside pitch that was a breaking ball, uh, kind of fading to the outside corner. And he took it to right field, not trying to do too much with it. Uh, I saw Andrew Vaughn throughout the game kind of getting around that fading breaking pitch uh, and grounding out. And Luis Robert took what the pitcher gave him. Uh, and uh, had a nice base hit into right field. Uh, ben Attendee had a seeing eye single up the middle. You got Robert to third. So here we go, first and third, only one out. Uh, Mancata saw three straight changeups and struck out uh, quickly. Uh, Vaughn, a uh, really nice job of hitting a right center gap. He was patient with that breaking step. Uh, got a double. Uh, Robert scored one nothing White Sox early. Uh, base hit by Sheets, uh, plates Benatendi, but Vaughn was thrown out at home. So 2 nothing socks uh, after one. Uh, we'll go to the third inning. Uh, this is when uh, the, the little bit of the drama with Tim Anderson occurred. Uh, so Tim Anderson requested uh, a timeout from home plate umpire. Uh, he did not get it, not knowing. I don't know if he knew he didn't get it or just – Thought, well, you know, I'm going to step out of the box. I'm sure that they'll call time eventually. Uh, Webb continued to pitch uh, and struck him out. Uh, T.A. was absolutely hot going back to the bench, uh, and he was still John at the umpire. When he got into the dugout, uh, Webb thought he was uh, yelling at him. There was some back and forth between Webb and T.A., but T.A. was – you could read T.A.'s lips. He said, I'm not talking to you, and he was pointing to the umpire. He gets ejected. Uh, You know, Grafal comes out and tries to uh, plead the case. Uh, Tim Anderson might have also been hot because Luis Robert just struck out on a pitch that was not a strike at all. So – uh, Sox lost uh, Tim Anderson's services offensively and defensively. Uh, we'll go to the fourth inning. Uh, Mancata battled through uh, his leadoff at bat. He fouled one off of his foot, which did not look good, uh, but ended up punching a single to center field. A trainer came out uh, and checked on his foot. I felt like here we go again. Uh, he stayed in the game, which was nice not only uh, during that base running situation, but uh, defensively. We'll see what happens on Thursday if that foot starts barking on him overnight. Uh, Andrew Vaughn uh, grounded into a double play and a pop-out of ice sheets in the fourth there. And then Elvis Andrews, oh, wow, the weight on his shoulders, trying to get that uh, hit number 2,000. It didn't happen in Houston. Uh, didn't happen on Monday, and he finally got it. It was a great, great feeling for him. They they did a whole tribute on the uh, Jumbotron. Good for Elvis Andrews. Uh, Oscar Colas got to third on that. So runners at the corners, one out. Alberto Hanser, uh, Hanser Alberto, uh, he came in uh, as a defensive replacement when T.A. Uh, was ejected. He had an RBI single, so it was good to see him uh, some first action, you know, let's not count him coming into a uh, pitch on Monday, but really his first uh, uh, offensive action uh, of the season. He got an RBI single, made it 3-1 Sox. Uh, Robert with a double in the gap, 4-1 Sox. Boy, Robert since Saturday maybe uh, has been a different player. Um, he had a, I think it was a rough game on Friday. It was either Friday or Saturday in Houston where he had like three strikeouts. And then he has come alive, uh, doubles, home run, flash, and obviously the leather uh, in center field. Uh, sixth inning, Andrews uh, gets on uh, with a leadoff hit. So 
I don't know, maybe the weight uh, after that 2000th hit, it's off of his shoulders. He might be swinging the bat a little bit better, uh, a little bit more relaxed. Uh, Robert had his third hit of the game in the sixth inning. Second and first, one out. Uh, ben Attendi with an infield base hit, hustling. Base is loaded, and I'm thinking, got to get some insurance runs here, okay? Uh, Cease was struggling. He was laboring. You know, we're, we're dipping into the bullpen for a while now, and we're going we're gonna to rely on them for four innings. We've got to get a few more runs here. And Yoan Mankata, wow. Yoan Mankata is off to a blistering start in 2023. He had a base hit through the right side. One run scores 5-1 White Sox. Uh, Sox still at the bases loaded with only one out. Andrew Vaughn struck out. Gavin Sheets making the most of his chance. Uh, with a two-strike, two-RBI single, 7-1 sacks. Those were those insurance runs, and they were important. Uh, nothing in the eighth inning. So your final offensive line for the White Sox, seven runs, 13 hits, a pair of doubles uh, along with those 13 hits. Uh, sacks were 7-for-12 with runners in scoring position, four two-out RBIs, which is a nice little stat to keep track of. So, uh, production with runners in scoring position a lot better uh, on Wednesday afternoon. Gavin Sheets, two for four, three RBI, making the most of that chance. You know, we're going to talk later in the episode. Jake Berger is going to be available as well. So between Jake Berger and Gavin Sheets, while Aloy is out, uh, might not be a one-two, might, might not be a bad one-two punch from them. Uh, Yohan Moncada, two for four. Uh, he is slashing 440, 462, 840 uh, to start off the year here with a couple home runs, a few doubles, eight RBIs. Uh, Luis Robert on Wednesday, three for four, four hits, two RBIs, a double and a home run in the series so far. So uh, he's caught fire. And Mr. 2000, Elvis Andrews, this is what he had to say today. I felt really good. It's the best game offensively in terms of seeing the ball uh, and hitting strikes uh, so far this year. Trying to build on that and trying to get 1,000 more. Uh, and then he added this uh, in his postgame quotes. People don't have an idea how much this team can hit. Uh, and, you know, it has felt like that, hasn't it? They, they are getting a lot of hits. Uh, they are uh, definitely... You know, they're putting the ball in play. It's just been failing to produce with runners in scoring position, and that definitely changed on Wednesday, which was a great sign, without uh, pretty much uh, Tim Anderson and, of course, without Aloy Jimenez. Uh, Dylan Cease, hey, he had to battle, and battle he did. Uh, the Sacks also got help from the bullpen. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Uh, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Uh, it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. Uh, with eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just Add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Uh, because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar, if you haven't tried it, folks, uh, it is uh, absolutely delicious. Uh, the perfect snack. Uh, you absolutely have to try it. The best protein bar uh, ever. Uh, they are so amazing. And here's the thing. You won't think they're good for you. Uh, what makes Built Bars and Puffs so good for starters? They are high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. A real chocolate. Uh, run. Uh, do not walk, run to built.com right now to pick up a box of your favorite bars or puffs. Or you're at Walmart or Sam's Club. Uh, take home some delicious uh, built bars. So it was Dylan Cease against Logan Webb on Wednesday afternoon. Thought it'd be a nice uh, pitching duel after what each had done in the uh, their previous start on opening day with strikeouts. Uh, I think combined they they had 22 strikeouts. Uh, last Thursday. Uh, this was Dylan Cease talking about that opening night start against Houston. I felt really calm, much more calm than I thought I was going to. And I really just focused on what I wanted to do. And unfortunately, I was able to execute at a high clip. Uh, that's about as sharp as I've ever been, Cease said. Uh, really, even the last couple of weeks, I felt locked in. And just so I just followed that process and trusted in it. Uh, he's also been calling his own pitches, which uh, is what happened on Wednesday as well. Uh, he's working quick in total control. Obviously, when you're calling your own pitches, uh, you must feel that, that confidence and knowing exactly what you want to do. Uh, an outstanding article by James Fegan in The Athletic recently about what White Sox pitchers are trying to do maybe more of, calling their own pitches. And Ethan Katz talks about it, uh, Rick Hahn from relievers to starters, uh, where it's been working, where maybe it's a growing edge. And uh, Dylan C seems to be somebody that really uh, enjoys that aspect uh, with Pitchcom. Uh, Cease had uh, 10 strikeouts, zero walks on opening night. Uh, slider, his best pitch and, and the best pitch in all of baseball, according to StatCast. Well, uh, it was a different game for Dylan Cease. First inning right off the bat. Uh, throwing that knuckle curve, which looked good at times, uh, and sometimes it was even his first pitch, uh, but that changed because uh, location was was difficult for Dylan Cease on Wednesday. Uh, had a full count, eight pitch at bat to lead things off, and he walked the leadoff hitter. Again, zero walks on opening night. Uh, he was indeed calling his own game. You could see that uh, fly out and strike out. Uh, first pitch strike was an early theme, but that changed. Uh, he struck out Jack Peterson, was, which has been kind of difficult to do so far this series. 21 pitches in that first inning. Uh, not, uh, not a bad job, you know, with that leadoff walk, uh, able to navigate. You could tell already it was going to be a different type of game. Uh, second inning, Cease battling back from a 2-0 count. Struck out Yastrzemski. Uh, J.D. Davis solo home run to right field. Uh, Steve Stone and Benetti talking about that might have been the product of the win because it was a blustery day on the south side. Uh, 2-1 Sox at that point. Only 10 pitches in the second inning. Uh, third inning, he was sitting around 95 miles per hour. Uh, Andrew Vaughn had a magnificent diving catch to his right. 
Uh, Cease was struggling to locate his off-speed step. That was apparent in the third inning. Uh, issued his second walk, using the changeup and fastball to start things off instead of that knuckle curve now. Uh, he issued another walk. Uh, unfortunately, just one of those starts where you do not have your stuff. We've talked about it uh, on this podcast. It's rare, actually, when you have the stuff he had on opening night. Most of the time, you've got like your B minus, maybe C plus stuff. And you have to find a way to grind it out. You've got to find a way to get outs. Uh, I was looking for him to maybe roll some ground balls. That wasn't necessarily the case. Uh, Jack Peterson up again. He hit a line drive that tore through the webbing of Andrew Vaughn's glove at 109 miles per hour. Uh, That was ruled uh, a hit. Uh, Bases loaded, two outs for the Giants. Cease buckled down and got his fifth strikeout of the game. A long inning, though, as he threw 29 pitches in the third uh, inning. Fourth inning, uh, defensively, this is when uh, Hanser Alberto came in the game to second base. Andrews shifted to shortstop because of the Tim Anderson ejection. Uh, It was a nice 12-pitch inning for Cease, zero walks, which was a nice change. Uh, Fifth inning, Cease issued another walk. Uh, He was at 87 pitches, Uh, fourth walk issued, then fifth walk issued. Two out, two on. Uh, Diekman was warming up in the bullpen. High slider to Peterson. Got Cease another strikeout and got the sacks out of the inning. Done uh, was Cease after 99 pitches. Uh, Diekman came in in the sixth. He was actually very effective. As long as Jordan uh, uh, Alvarez isn't up to bat with the bases loaded, he's been looking uh, pretty good. He had that 81-mile-per-hour sweeper working, which is pretty brutal against a left-handed hitter. Seventh inning was bummer. He put the first two guys on. I'm like, here we go again with this bullpen. Uh, managed to get two outs uh, with runners on the corners. Grifol went with Lopez to face Villar. Uh, he had two home runs on Monday. Uh, what does Lopez do? He walked him. So you've got the bases loaded, and then Lopez struck out Peterson on a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. Uh, kept the game at 4-1 White Sox. Uh, Lambert had a clean eighth inning, and then Joe Kelly in the ninth, he struggled, uh, struggled with his uh, command for sure, allowed plenty of action uh, on the base paths, gave up a two-run double to Jack Peterson. Thankfully, the Sox tacked uh, all those insurance runs on in the seventh. Sox wins 7-3. Dylan Cease's final line, five innings, uh, one hit, one earned run, Five walks, uh, eight strikeouts, one home run, 99 pitches. Uh, He did not have anywhere near the type of stuff or control uh, he had on opening night. Uh, But that is the art and sometimes beauty of pitching. How are you going to figure it out when you don't have your A stuff or even maybe your B plus stuff? How are you going to have to change on the fly? You know, go with some secondary stuff. Go away from the plan that you had. Uh, and he absolutely battled. He did not collapse. Uh, maybe a sign of, you know, maturity uh, here after last year and then going through what he's gone through in spring training in the offseason in this early season uh, did not let the frustrations get to him. You know, it's it, when you're on the mound and you know ah, this stuff is not biting, this stuff is not working like it was against Houston, I, I can't pinpoint uh, my secondary stuff. There's got to be some frustrations, maybe a little bit of panic 
uh, for a younger pitcher. Uh, he did not really demonstrate that uh, as all, at all. And that was, uh, I think that's a good confidence builder for Dylan Cease. The bullpen, uh, four innings, three hits, a couple earned runs. It was really Joe Kelly who uh, had most of the mess. Uh, four walks, five strikeouts. This was Pedro Grafol on Dylan Cease. He battled and gave us everything he had. Uh, didn't have a good night last night, uh, but I commend him for the effort that he gave us and gave us what we needed to get through uh, that game. Uh, Aloy Jimenez suffers a hamstring injury, and Michael Kopech was most likely uh, tipping his pitches on Monday. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by So Rare. Uh, our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners uh, with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 uh, Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing a next-level competition and rewards. Not uh, so rare, recently partnered with MLB All-Stars uh, Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez to serve as brand ambassadors. Both are featured in So Rare's current brand campaign and will engage with the So Rare community throughout the season at MLB events. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. When, oh, when will Aloy Jimenez start playing once again for the White Sox? Uh, rough news before Wednesday's game. And, and this kind of news, I thought, you know, might deflate the team a little bit. Uh, but, you know, again, they, they responded well and rebounded from that uh, Monday lopsided uh, loss and this, uh, this rough news. So prior to Wednesday's game, White Sox placed outfielder Aloy Jimenez on the 10-day injured list uh, retroactive to April 4th with a low-grade left hamstring strain and recalled infielder Jake Berger from Class AAA Charlotte. Uh, Aloy Jimenez is expected to miss two to three weeks. Team says he suffered the injury running the bases in the seventh inning Monday. Uh, so this was something from Rick Hahn back during spring training. Uh, he said, we had to make improvements in finding a way to ideally keep these guys on the field. Uh, that was a big thing that hampered us last year was from an availability standpoint. We feel like some of the adjustments we made from a staff and process uh, standpoint are going to go a long way toward addressing that as well. A lot of it had to do with the additions we've made from a staff standpoint, the monitoring of the off-season workouts, which we obviously weren't able to do last year, the stronger communication, the adjustment to programs on the fly and using perhaps a little better use of technology over the course of the off-season. And that's just continuing during the spring. We continue to have meetings and players and staff have meetings to craft programs and adjust where needed obviously making use of our lab here in Arizona, as well as other new technology in season that will be available to us to put us in a better 
position. I want to be extremely clear. Obvious, uh, unfortunately, you're going, you're never going to eliminate injuries. Uh, what we're trying to do is trying to increase the odds of keeping guys as available as possible. Uh, this was Pedro Grafol on the Aloy Jimenez injury. I'm really optimistic that this is not going to be too long and he's going to come back strong because he put the work in in the offseason. He really did, and he looks great. Uh, he's going to have a really a good year. I was drinking the Kool-Aid. You know this. Uh, if you've been listening to the Lockdown White Sox podcast for a while now, uh, I drank the Kool-Aid. I wanted to believe in everything that I was hearing about Aloy Jimenez, the weight he dropped. He's just going to be uh, primarily a DH this season. Uh, I thought he could be the X factor, 40, 42 home runs. Uh, off to a, a bit of a slow start, but, uh, you know, he's had some pop in his bat uh, early on. Again, just good to have him in that lineup. He can be dangerous at any moment. So I, I don't want to overreact too much, but, you know, part of me is thinking, I mean, is this just time to move on uh, from Aloy Jimenez? You know, I've tried to stay positive uh, as long as possible with regards to the Sox being injury prone. And it's just going to be another year. We're going to have injuries from Makata, Robert, Aloy, and so forth. Uh, well, that lasted five games uh, into this 2023 20, uh, season. Look, I'm still very positive uh, about the White Sox, uh, but I, I might have to curb my enthusiasm for Aloy Jimenez uh, moving forward. I just, running the bases, uh, come on, you know, I have no doubt that the White Sox are presenting better information to players, and maybe they are monitoring things. I don't know, but perhaps there are just players, and maybe I'm just you know I'm just guessing here. Maybe Aloy Jimenez is one of them that's just not taking it serious, or his just body is just prone to injury. You know, and I know Rick Hahn has said that's not the case. Uh, he is not injury prone, but. I have no answers. I don't think anybody has any answers. Uh, I don't think Aloy Jimenez might even have answers. I don't know. But to be running the bases, now it's becoming a, a bit of an issue. You know, I could see if he was really trying to leg out an infield single or something, or uh, something happened at a plate at the plate at home, but just running the bases in that lopsided loss on Monday. So, uh, hopefully it's just a couple weeks, uh, but from what I saw from Gavin Sheets and maybe what we're going to get from Jake Berger, maybe the two of them uh, will be able to produce and, and keep the offense going. Uh, Michael Kopech. So uh, this is what we have on Michael Kopech from that Monday start. Uh, after Kopech gave up five home runs to the Giants on Monday, Kopech and the coaching staff suggested tipping pitches might have been a factor. Uh, we talked about it, Grafol said. We've looked at it. Uh, we've had our people look at it, our team look at it. I'll keep that in-house, but there's going to be some adjustments made for sure. So, yeah, uh, most most likely he's tipping his pitches uh, there on Monday. Uh, so Thursday, uh, Sox go for the series win, an afternoon game once again. Should be a, a nice day, maybe a little chilly, but a lot of sun, sunshine. Uh, Lance Lynn on the hill against left-handed pitcher Alex Wood. Uh, he is not, Wood is not pitched yet uh, for the Giants in the 2023 season. Uh, Lance Lynn uh, on that Houston start, he made uh, earlier five and two thirds innings and had six strikeouts, three hits, four walks, which was a, a bit of a problem and two earned runs against Houston. Uh, and I know he wanted to go six. He talked about it post game uh, that he felt like he did not set up the bullpen well 
so we'll see what he's got in the tank on Thursday. Uh, Lance Lynn has a record of one and four with an ERA of 3.19 and 30 strikeouts in seven appearances uh, versus the Giants in his career. Uh, go back to last year, 2022, uh, Lynn faced the Giants on July 1st. He went six innings, three hits, zero earned runs, pair of walks, and five strikeouts. So uh, hopefully, Yohan Mankata's foot is feeling uh, all right on Thursday. But if Jake Berger is available, they might go with him. I wouldn't be too surprised giving him maybe a rest with that foot. We'll see. He, he is red hot with the bat, though. I mean, he is having one heck of a start uh, looking for the White Sox to get their first uh, series win of the year and get over 500. Uh, folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere. Uh, you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, tell your friends. I uh, do appreciate you passing that along to other Sox fans in your life. Hey, uh, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your second listen, check out Lockdown Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the very best fantasy draft strategies. Find Lockdown Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every day. Hey, on the next episode, I'll recap Lance Lynn's performance and get you ready for that Pittsburgh Pirates series. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.